Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. The title of my message is that Jesus, the good master and the rewarder. Jesus, the good master and the rewarder. Amen. Many people, many Christians, you know, the Bible is for Christians. Amen. So whenever you hear the Bible, you read the Bible, don't think of the world. Don't think of even your next Think It's for you. It's for you. It was written for Christians. Buddhists will never read the Bible because they don't accept Christ. Amen. So many Christians, if the world is like that, it's not a problem. God of the world. But many Christians, and even as you grow in the Lord, if you are not careful, this will have you. Deal with God as if God wants to cheat them. They deal with God as if everything they will do with God, they only lose. They are a lost as they commit to God or Christ. But it's not true. It's never true, and it cannot be true. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Many people attribute suffering, difficulties, challenges to God, or because they are Christian. It's false. It is never, ever true. Yes, there is a persecution. Yes, there are things that you suffer because of Christ. Persecution is things that you... You face the attacks you have all because of Christ. And so is he. So is everything we are involved in. Amen. But your challenges is not persecution. Please, you understand. Your challenges is not persecution. Doing what is wrong is not what? Persecution. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So we must know and believe that Christ is a good master and a rewarder. In fact, I've come across many Christians who seek or in a sense they will, they, will, they will say they are doing something great for God. So because of they are doing something great for God, it's like they are good for nothing. It's like they will be poor forever or because they, but it is not true. It is not true. Amen. And what I've realized that those Christians do, truly know God they really know God. They embrace the righteousness of God, the holiness of God, but they forget and they refuse to embrace the goodness of God as a rewarder. You see? So they forget to shift their mind. Amen. And they, 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 they tend to be like, it's okay, I'm suffering, or I have to be the lower person because of Christ. But it's not true. He is a good master and he is a rewarder. In fact, Hebrew says, from what Hebrew said, we won't read it because today is Jesus' day. From what Hebrew says, you can see that if you come to God and you are not expecting to be rewarded, it's an error. It's because all that come to God, all that come to God must believe that he is a rewarder. 
Now note, he didn't say he's a, 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 a one who blesses a reward. Reward only comes based on what you have done. I've done that. And how you did it. Because you can run and not get a reward. It's in the Bible. It says, I do not run aimlessly. Least, uh-huh. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So you must believe that he's a good uh, master and a rewarder. You see, a good master is everything. A good master is like a good father, like a good manager, like a good pastor. If you've had a bad father before, you know what difference a good father makes. If you've had a bad mother before, you know what a bad mother makes. If you've had a bad pastor, you know what a good a difference a good pastor makes. Many people who God by God's grace, they've never had a bad master, either being a teacher, a parent, a, a manager, a pastor, tend to take good pastors or good masters. For granted, the word master means Lord. Anywhere who, anywhere you go, anyone who is your head is a master. It's a master. It's an old. You see, we 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 change the words and and it lose its power. Your manager is your master. When you say sit down, won't you sit down? I'm asking if you're at work and your manager says Amanda, sit down, won't you sit down? If you say Amanda, stop this and go and do that, won't you do that? Isn't he your master? Isn't that what masters do? Even your supervisor is your master. Yeah. Yeah. So any if anyone in authority is your master, that point. Yeah. That yeah, that point. Yeah. Is your master. Even the train conductor, that moment you are at the train stop. It's your master at the train stop. Because when you say don't enter, you won't, you can't enter. He's the master. You understand? Yeah. They used to call them train master. Yeah. Just that, you see, that's the thing about the Bible. It will never change the words to please anyone, to undermine it. Yeah. 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 So, if you experience a bad master, your whole life can be bitter. Or you can curse a whole institution. Many, most Christians who have are offended, I mean Christians, not people who are outsiders or were not in the church. I mean Christians, people who were in the church who were true Christians, love God, love the church, who have become offended and even hate the church or pastors or talking negative is because they happen to be under a bad pastor. And what they experience from the bad pastor has changed them. But the mistake they do that they must realize that the pastor is not Christ. The pastor is not the church. You just happen to get a bad pastor. But there are good what? Pastors. So if you, based on a bad pastor, you lose your salvation, you come out of church or you displace yourself, you are at a loss. You see, most people who are faithful in churches, a good church that has a good pastor have enjoyed Christianity. They will have nothing wrong to say because of the good pastor they had. Those who have had bad pastors will have a lot of bad things. That's why I say when you hear somebody saying bad things 
about his church or his churches. Don't import it unintentionally. Is that your experience? You, your father have been abusing you. Your father has been beating you. Your mother don't provide food. So he said, parents are wicked. No, it is your father and mother. My parents were not like that. My parents are not like that. They are good parents. I didn't experience what you experienced. The father is normal to you. That's not me. It's normal to me. But many people absorb this psychological and they begin to treat and deal with good masters as bad masters. Many Christians do this to Christ. Yes. They do this to God. Amen. But you must think and realize and change your mind and accept that truth that Christ is a good master and a rewarder. Amen. One of the things many pastors have suffered, including me, is like and many pastors who have become 19, and I'm talking about anointed pastors, anointed, gifted. I've seen gifted pastors. Hey. You know, when I say gifted, I don't mean physical gift. I mean spiritual gifts. I've seen dynamics of that. Yeah, I've seen dynamics. But they amount to nothing. Even every day, what to eat is a problem. I've seen many like that. Believe me. One, one of the reasons, there are different reasons why it happens, that happens. But one of the reasons is they happen to be under a, pa- a bad pastor. And it's like, you can't be greater than me. It's like, you can't arise more than me. But what sort of thinking is that? Every true father wants the children to be better. In fact, that thought should not even occur. Why shouldn't you be better? But I do, I'm not justifying, but I do understand the pastors too. Because like, if you are doing well, then it's like, your pastor, your head is nothing. Since when did people become something or based on one is doing well than the other? You, you, you didn't even go to university. You, at, you work at Tesco. If your child become a doctor, went to university, become a doctor, does that make your child better than you? But sometimes that's how it appears. That's why... I'm not just for, but because I've hit this side, I just want to hit this side, to be fair. So there are reasons. But what I'm saying, those thoughts should know everything. So many pastors, and this thing, I'm a pastor, it's real, have become orphans because there was, they were headed by a bad pastor, master. But they must remember that it is God who called them and chose a man. But if the man will be bad, Christ is not bad. Christ is a good what? Master and a good rewarder. So that's what I want us to look at it in his own words. John chapter 10, verse 10. And I want you to receive this. Let it enter.
you are reaching, you might miss it with Christ as a rewarder. Amen. John 10 verse 10. Amen. John 10 verse 10. The faith comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Amen. Kill, destroy. Have Amen. Amen. And more life, not just life. More. Abundance. So the fact that you're a Christian, tell me what in the Bible that shows that being moved or being dull is what makes you righteous or what makes you. <laughs>
It's not come that you lose out in life, that you do not have life. No. No. But that you have life. Whatever you consider as life. And I mean whatever. Yes. You consider as life. He's not against it.
because someone is happy, very happy being a Mason. Someone is also very happy being a doctor. Someone is very happy being very busy. Someone is also very happy just being normal and not very busy. You don't need to compete, man. It's not competitive. It's big enough. Everyone can find their safe, secure space in this life. But the world will tell you competitive. Because they are fighting over things. Yes. Meanwhile, that is not natural. It is not natural. Because see, when you fight with someone to oppress the person, you, it doesn't mean you ever go up. You will only destroy the person, frustrate the person, or make things difficult for the person. But you, then you be what you are. So it doesn't make sense. And as I always say, if your brother, or your daughter, or even anyone you want to you is blessed. You will never lose. Because no matter how wicked they are, at least they will do party and invite you. Exactly. Yeah. At least they will give you the, to that place in that posh car. Or at least your birthday give you 30 pounds, even though they have 3 million. You see? But they are wicked. But if they don't have it, even if they decide to give you, they can't give you. So, people must be blessed. Amen. People must be blessed. So you say, the blessed are happy. Will you also do? Meaning, will you, is this a, will you, meaning he has allowed it. He has opened the door, released the grace. Because what is affirmative? Am I lying? Yeah, you will do it. It's a command word. Yes, meaning the one saying it has Allah opened it. He doesn't need to do anything for you to do. It's up to you. But the point is, you want you to even do well than him. Yes, because he's a good master. He's a water. That's why I say, where the spirit of the Lord? There's liberty. There's freedom. There's no oppression. There's no limitation. There's no, 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 no. That is rather not the spirit of God. But liberty is different from disorder. Right. Yes. Yes. Liberty is not disorder. But God is not a God of disorder. But liberty means right of freedom. Freedom of choice. Freedom of expression. So don't think God will cheat you. Christians are not supposed to have party. Yeah, they're not supposed to have party. Yeah, the man said, show me where in the Bible that there was a party. That same sister said, Christians don't need to celebrate. You don't need to celebrate birthday and things. And she was even feeding to my children. 
But when in the Bible did Jesus celebrate? Then this Christmas. Then is Valentine, Christmas, all those things. All those teachings have demonic. Check your Bible. Full of celebration. Anytime you see the word feast, it's in celebration. Several times God will say, Who is the feast? The Bible says, Jesus, God outdoor Jesus at the marriage celebration. That's when he was adored. Outdoor. That's when he did his first man. He was adored that this guy has come. He's a good master. And he's a reward of things. You must accept this and believe this and think of it. Amen. Look at John 17, 20 to 24. Please, let's read John 17, 20 to 24. So no, this prayer is for those who believe in him, Christians. Have you not all the things we are writing really is for Christians? Christians, it's not for the world. It's for Christians. Everything is for Christians. So when you become a Christian, you must have these minds in you. Yesterday, three of us were in the car, we were talking to two men, older man, and his, all his children have left him. And his friend was trying to let him know that it's not normal. It's not normal. And I say it's not normal, and he mentioned, and he was trying to say it's not normal. He said it's normal. And he mentioned the pastor's name, that even the pastor's children have also left, so it's normal. Then they, they all case at least that like, what am I saying? I didn't say anything. I didn't want to say it to you, see. But I know what I mean. You see, he's trying to find comfort. Mm. But it's not normal. It's not it's just his desire that the family that's not what you took care of. You remove the pool. You use your mouth to remove the from the doors. Who grow this and reject you. It's not what you It's not what
So Christ, if Christ is far from me or is not in me, that is against his wishes. 100% it will be for me. Anybody, if God should depart from you or leave you, 100% you are the cause. Because his desire is not only to be with you, but to be in you and be one united with you. So don't worry about will God leave me? Has God departed? He has no reason unless you leave you. Unless you depart. But there's a reason, and not only that, but he wants us also to be one, to be united. So when you say because God has called you, your activities and your departure is scattering, dividing the church, that is full satanic. It's not God. It's not God. When all your activities, all the things you say is to bring division, it's not God. Amen. Because He wants us to be what? United. Just as Him. So does He want me to be filled with the Holy Spirit? More than that. Because He wants me to be in Him and He in me. But the most important thing, He said, He has given us the glory that God gave to you. Not He will give us. He said, the glory you gave me, I have given it unto them. Glory means things that are praiseworthy, beautiful, nice, glorious. So Christ won the glory, the respect, the honor he had on earth. He has given the same thing to us. The peace, everything, glory. And as Christians, we must accept these things and fight for it till we manifest it. We must embrace it. Glory is the opposite of shame. When you feel ashamed, it's not him. You cannot be in glory and be ashamed. It's like you cannot be hot and cold at the same time. Like you cannot, when I say be hot, you, you feel hot and cold at the same time. No. Do you understand? Yeah. So he has given the glory to us. I'm saying this today, he wants us to be glorious. He wants us to be glorious. So you understand that why he used to say you must believe that he is a God. That is a, he is a good word. Master. A good master and rewarder. Good master because everything he wants for himself, he wants it for us and even more. And if you look at the last picture we read, he has left his glory on earth for us. So that's why there's nothing wrong if the pastor's chair is like a throne. And his church is right because he represents Christ for us, isn't he? The servant of Christ, the angel of Christ. Because Christ was with his disciples, but it was only him, the woman broke the oil to wash only him, his feet, the anointed. So Christ won the same glory for us. That out of the many, it doesn't matter whether in the world or in the church, you alone, he will be broken for you. It's up to you. He has given us that glory. 
You see, when you know these things, there are things you don't talk about. So there are things when people are talking about, you that they are all mature in the Lord. But they are opposing the same thing Christ wants for us. One time, I had a dream. And in the dream, I saw Pastor Chris. Chris. He was wearing white, white. Yeah, with white shoes. And he was wearing like winter coat, fair. Pure white. It was. And there were a lot of crowd. A lot of crowd. A lot of crowd. And I found myself standing next to him. And he looked at me. And he said to me, he said to me, he said, if I should tell you I'm ordinary, I'm lying. He said, I'm not ordinary. And as he was talking, he was walking. He said, I'm not ordinary. Then he looked at the crowd. This was outside, like every crowd. And he said, do you want it? And the all said, I want it, I want it. What he was saying, do they want it? In the dream, he meant that I want it. Then they said, I want it. They said, receive it. And they all went down under the power. Then all of a sudden, he vanished like, you see someone on the, on the Hoover board, after the dream. On the Hoover board, he vanished. Yeah. God was telling me, it's not ordinary. And it's not ordinary. The works is doing how many people do those works? It's not ordinary. But you see, God, Christ has given him his glory. Not only him, but all who believe. But if you listen to some of the things he preached, you can get confused. Or you think, because these days, or the last time I listened to him, all his preaching was like, you are not ordinary, which for a baby Christian, can bring pride from my perspective for a lot of things. But he knows, he knows, and he knows. And he's aware of all such things. That if he has the glory of Christ, then he's not ordinary. Because Christ wasn't ordinary. And these things were said by him himself. What did Christ do? He said, out and it happened. Yes. He said, be healed and healed. Yes. Why can't we do the same? Yes. Why shouldn't we do the same? Yes. Why are you criticizing and somebody thinks that you say no, it's a trick or it's missing the Because Advantage as a Christian, not a disadvantage. But if you think so, you will be because your actions and everything will not be as it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make it. You make. Yeah, it's up to you. Yeah, you are meant to be. You see, you you, you must embrace all. 
So when you see a pastor with five cars, don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk. You don't need because worldly people have cars. You don't know the cars is lost for the sake of the gospel for God is giving it. When you see somebody blessed, don't talk. Because you don't know what he's lost before. When you see an ugly woman being married by a very fine, fine gentleman, don't talk. Because for you know the woman lost all pleasure for Christ's sake. We don't want to lose. We want no more. And this shows that truly, truly, with God, as long as you are following you, doing because of you, you will never lose. You rather start to gain. What investment give you a hundred percent interest? But this one does. A hundred percent. Hundred four is hundred percent times hundred. Yes. Times hundred. That's why I say he's a rewarder. On this earth, and when you go to eternity, if you become distressful, you don't have rest, peace because of him, you will end up having peace, rest because of him. Amen. So it is not true that you are at a disadvantage because of God. It is never true. I thank God, I'm not proud of it, but thank God that at least I've been in the world before. So no one can lie to me. And I'm in Christ now. Yeah. It is not true. It, it is not true. So God, God, God will bless you. Amen. Christ wants you. All this is in his own words. He wants you to be blessed. He want every good thing for you if you want it, if you will go for it, if you are willing to put him first. The reason why I've explained what it is to put him first, and if you should lose anything or lost anything or sacrifice anything because of him, you don't have a problem. Yeah, because even we humans we do that. Amen. And we're full in this world. world. Amen. Two more scriptures, then we go. So anything you are doing for God, if you are losing money for God, it's not in vain. What I mean by this man, I'm not saying train man, but if you think your tithe or your offering of donations is a loss, it's not. If you consider it as a loss, there will be a loss. But God loves a cheerful. Yeah. Anyway, that money, if you don't pay, you go somewhere else. Yes. That you won't say anything. Yeah. Ah, but you've not been tightened, but you still don't have money. Yes. Yes. Matthew chapter 10, 41 to 42. You see, I was watching a documentary, yes. United Kingdom, true story. You know, people want to steal gold from the airport. Yes. A lot of gold, and the gold was not found. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the entire documentary, they were on a rush. They were doing everything to catch the people who stole mm-hmm. the gold. You know, 
they stole the gold from Israel. Yes. Then my not my surprise, but the eye opener of all that they were saying, all their target, why they made it a priority to put in all the effort was because they are afraid that if the gold If the people begin to sell the gold, the amount of money in the billions that will be released into the criminal world. And it will make the criminals powerful. And when criminals become powerful, so the only reason they wanted to stop it not because they didn't want to cut the people, but it will make the criminal world powerful. Then I remember a debate or argument I had with a certain brother long time ago. Then I realized that what I said in the argument was right. You want to know what that means? Yes, 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 please. This brother said, there's an anointed man of God, we all know. But this brother said he's offended by the anointed man of God. Why? Because once upon a time, a man went to touch the offended man. The offended head, the, the past star offering of one million. He was punished. Like the pastor was there in Nigeria. And he received the offering. You understand? Which one of you went to the offering? I asked you the source. Exactly. And about three months' time, the man was caught to be a drug dealer. He was caught to be involved in a lot of evil. And this man's argument was that the moment the man was caused, the pastor should have returned the money. Ah, sure. And my argument was that, no, why do they fuse the money? If, if, if they fuse the money, even if you have it, we don't return people's uh, gifts, offerings to them. If it's unclear or it's purely up to God, except God's tell you specifically return. And the brother was saying, no, no. And I said, my second point is, if anything. So he asked me, he said, if it was you, will you take it? I said, I will take it. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to win the case. And he said, what if you knew that it was wrong money? I said, I'll still take it. Yeah. And my argument, my argument was two things. First of all, when people give me money, I don't ask the source. No, Secondly, to if this money could spawn 10 girls. It could turn 10 girls into prostitutes. Yes. But they will promise them 100,000 yes. and they will do it. Me taking that money, I've taken it from the streets. Yes. It has saved those 10. And I said, it's better that evil money does good yes. than it continues to do evil. Yes. Uh -huh. So when I heard this case, I wrote the document and said, ah, that is wisdom. They were concerned about the money, how to make what the underground. They said that money will only go underground and will make underground empires powerful. Yeah. And when they found them, they realized how they bought, they bought investment, properties, yeah. and, and all those things, they are fed that it will become a front for money laundering. Yeah. Yeah. Please read it. I don't know why I go into this one. God is speaking to someone. Matthew 10, 41. Yes. Whoever welcomes a prophet 
as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones, who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. Amen. So, Jesus is saying, I'm much more interested in the 42. He said, even if you give, not the word even, the word even here is key. Even a cup of water, cold water, to one of, not the word, little ones. Who is his disciples? He said, truly, he tells you that you will certainly not lose your reward. So, in other words, Jesus said that it doesn't matter how insignificant that thing is. And it doesn't matter to who it is. As long as it's because of him you are doing it, you will not lose the reward. You will not lose the reward. We don't believe these things. No, the reward is us why we are doing it. Do you know the number of times Jesus has saved you from cancer? Because of your offering or your donation? You don't know. There are things it costs you open your eyes. Father, let the prophetic start working in this church. Right on hand. Because the main advantage of the prophetic is it shows you things that it less delusion. You think your child is just there, but you know will be rewarded by God giving your child life. Yes. Because if it wasn't the Lord, your child, he was the one that was going to be stabbed. Yeah. But you don't know, you take it for granted. Oh, wow. And he won't tell you, it's not necessary. No. But one day you will know when you go to Whenever I pray, I say, thank you for the things you have done, that which I know, yeah. and that which I don't know, wow. and will never know. Yeah. So he said, anything, even a cup of water, so even if a cup of water comes with what? Reward. Imagine a bottle of water. Then imagine Coca-Cola. Imagine a pot. So it's not small. It's not small. It's not holy. And even if you do it to the, the little, because of Christ, you say you will never. You will never. So God is a rewarder. Your life with God must be an advantage to you. It must be your plus. And you must gain understanding of this and receive it and begin to do with God on this day. And that's why I say, listen to this over and over till this permeates you. Adam, that you might lose the blessing. And when I said that today, this thing was playing out. That fire burned. <laughs> is it gone is it now? He is a good master. He is a lord. He wants you well. He wants you well. One day, God said to me, this is a long time ago. I didn't even know that was what I was thinking when he said to me. I realized that was something behind, deep down my heart. 
That's what I was thinking that way. So the heart of man eh, yes. is very deep. Yes, yes. Yeah. He said, no, I was just there. I finished prayer. I finished prayer. I was just going through there. I had known that I would cheat you. He said, why? Before I say why, I was like, keep down my heart. Keep, keep down. It's like, I'll be cheat. I'll be a pet man. Yes, he said, no, I won't cheat you. I won't cheat you. Because many of us like, everything is like God is cheating us. God will cheat us. But it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's for your benefit. It's for your good. What you lose, you reward it. For his sake, you reward it. For his name, you reward it. He wish you well. He wish you fruitfulness. It's not against you having the beauty. It's not against it. That's why, I mean, so when you see a man of God wearing it's alright. Yeah. Bishop Dark said he was invited to a church in America and said in the church when he went to the church service, he, he saw movie stars and he even mentioned uh, 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 Anna and he mentioned names. He saw movie stars, saw these NBA stars in the church and it wasn't a program, he said that is their church. That is their church. And he said the pastor said their problem is they want a missionary, they have money, but they can't get anyone to sing. Yeah. And he said his pastor friend went to that church, he mentioned the man of God name. And they were raising donation for him. They were raising donation, like donation. And the donation was in the millions for him. And he said this is like out of pocket. I'm saying this to say that. What is stands for you, someone's feelings? What is stands for you, someone's feelings? So don't talk to him. God wants it for you. It's not a crime. But you can get there if you want. If you make him first. Or make him first, he will lead you. He will lead you your decision. Things. Depending on where you are. But he wants it for you. He gives him glory. When you are glorified, he gets glorified. When you are not glorified, that's him doing him good. Yeah. No, that's him doing him good. He doesn't do him good. See, imagine right now, I say we need to buy a van. The van is 36,000. Right now, I need money. I need, I need five people. And six people just turn up, 36. Isn't it beautiful? There's something wrong with that. Right in front of the church. But imagine as I need thousand. Yeah. All of you still don't have thousand. Yeah. Yeah. There's not but is there anything I like good about it? Yeah. But we will get there. Yeah. I will say we need this money. And you say you buy the van. Yeah, we will get there. You say, I'll buy the van. You say, Pastor, I'm not second hand, let's buy brand new. I'll buy it. And before you say it, by someone was quick to say it. So once you say it, say, ah, I've still decided in my heart, so I'll still give that money. Keep it for Yeah, you get that. No, you get that. Because you give 10. So you give 100. So you give 1,000. So you will give tens of thousands. I say, if you are willing, you will give. So it's, I had a dream. 
that I will give thousand pounds donation. He said, as a Christian, I've had dreams and I've fulfilled those dreams. I've had dreams and those dreams have come to pass. Because if you are going to give that six thousand for a pound for a van, you'll be sitting on hundreds. So saying if you want it, it's for your good, you will be promoted. Because if you don't you are not sitting on hundreds or you are not sitting on even tens of thousands, can you give? No. Exactly. <laughs> you can't give. Because no crowd will give without me. Amen. So I'm saying that open your spirit to see this. You're dealing with God and Christ. Know that He's a rewarder. Know that He won't cheat you. Know that He's a good master. Know that even if you should lose anything for His sake, He will reward you. Believe this because it's the truth. It is the truth. Last scripture, then we go. Matthew chapter 10. No, Matthew chapter 25, 34 to 36. We've read it, isn't it? Are you sure? Okay, Matthew 26, 6 to 13. Last scripture. So God, Christ is the Lord. He is the good master. He will never forget anything you do. He will reward you for anything you do. And our works is not only in heaven. All the things we read here is on this earth. On this earth. On this earth. Isn't it? On this earth. So there are things the pagans are running after. I'm trying as much to follow God so that those things will follow me. Yeah. That's why it's not a problem if a pastor has a private jet. It's not a problem. Because if you pay pagans have it. It's not a problem. Do you know how much it costs to maintain private jets? No. I don't know, but it's very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have to pay for hunger. As the place just they yeah. are paying the yeah. yeah. And I know the plane has to be running frequently other than it get damaged. Yes. So if you won't run it frequently, you can't have it. So because those who buy it, the way I use canal, perhaps they use plane like car. Please read it for us. I'm saying pastors, pastors, not I'm a pastor, but because we hear the enemy saying these things against our pastors. But we must now reframe our mind and know that it's good our pastors have that. They deserve it. If the pagans can have it. Exactly. Because they didn't steal it. Just as you do birthdays and people bring you 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, there are those two that do birthdays. And they bring them tens of thousands present. Do you know that? Yeah. Just like people buy you trainer for birthday, there are those that they buy them cars for birthday. Yeah. All is okay. Uh-huh. Please read it for us. Matthew 26, mm-hmm. verse 6 to 13. Verse 6 to 13. Mm-hmm. While Jesus was in Bethany in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar of a very expensive perfume which she poured on his head as he was reclining at the table. When the disciples saw this, they were indignant. Why this waste, they asked. Not the way they were indignant. indignant. Why this waste, they asked. This perfume could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. Aware of this, Jesus said to them, Why are you bothering this woman? She has done a beautiful thing to me. 
the poor you will always have with you, but you will not always have me. When she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for the burial. Mm -hmm. Truly, I tell you, wherever this gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Amen. Amen. And it's happened today. It's true. Today we know this woman because of what she did for Jesus. They were saying it is expensive. For, not expensive for the world to have, but for Jesus to have. And Jesus said, no, don't say that. We, if we are the children of God, how can something be expensive for us to have? How can something be expensive for Jesus to have? That's why I said, when I saw that boy, boy, using those two speakers, I knew we can have a vision of Not because it's expensive, but because that is what will do the job. But one friend said, he's not against expensive things. He's not against expensive things. And the people eat the word in the land. That is the spirit of many people in the world towards Christians. And sometimes when we become Christian, we don't let go that spirit and mindset. Hey, whatever you call expensive to someone is not expensive. Last week, I was on the phone with somebody. And I saw something came as well. I'll try and say something. I said, I beg you, don't make it promise. I said, Why is it called that? That you promised me capital, capital for my business. And up to now, we didn't send it. She's in Africa, in the city. And I said, It was a long time ago. I thought by now you've had capital trade. I said, No, no. She said, No, I don't have capital. I still now, even now, I'm so desperate. This is more than a year ago when she told me, but she just said this to me like last week. I said, how much capital? This no capital to start a business from scratch. So I said, how much capital do you need? And he said, uh, I said, 2,000 Ghana cities. He said, 2,000 Ghana cities. And I said, do you know how much 2,000 Ghana cities? How much is it? No, less. It's 150 pounds. 150 pounds. That's the capital she needs. The whole year she has ever had this capital. 150. That person, when she hears that your, your 16 year old boy has bought a train at Nike's 120, what would that person say? It's a statement, right? It's a statement, right? But only to her. There's one says say, somebody's Nike Air Force is a Gucci. So nothing to say is up to them. Yeah. Yeah. One year she's waiting for she's looking for the capital. <laughs> she's going to sell clothes. Clothes like the capital to start. So all I'm trying to say that what you call expensive is not expensive for someone. And even if it's expensive, Christ, it befits Christ. Amen. It befits the work of Amen. God. It befits the people of God. Why? Because he said anything 
His glory, He has given it to us. I'm saying this that so don't act and don't still hold our mind of the world and people think that because you come into Christ, you must rather be cheap. No, I'm not saying go and be expensive. I'm saying it is not like that. Too. It is not like that. And you must receive this part of Christ too. It is purely up to you. But you must receive it and manifest it. Sometimes when I see people dress very well, I become happy. And not sometimes, all the time, I become happy. And then ask for me that I become happy. Because to me, it gives glory to God. That's why yes. right. I become happy. Yeah. And if the thing is quality, I become more happy. Yeah. I just become happy. Yeah. Because it brings glory to God. Yes. It brings glory to God. Church, you hear the word of God. You know what this word means to you. Just lift up your voice and pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray regarding the word of God. Tell God, tell God. All I'm saying today, all the scriptures, is just to tell you that He is a good master. Meaning He wants you well. He wants you to do better than Him. And He's also a rewarder. It is not true that you will be at a disadvantage or you should be at a disadvantage because of Him. Even though it may look like that, no. All things equal, as long as you continue, you will see, you will see that is at your advantage. In the name of Jesus. Father, I bring them before you. Today, to have given them your word, I ask in the name of Jesus. May none of them lose their rewards on this earth. Whatever they do and they use for your sake, may they receive it through the world. Father, let each scripture that they have read be true in their life and in their case. For the scriptures say, once I was young, but now I am old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their children beg for bread. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com God bless you.